Welcome back to Vertigo, a House of Bob Lancer campaign set in the distant Long Rim. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Rusk Tilson, call sign Vestige, the over the hill super soldier. I'm Sean, and I'm playing Petrocles, call sign Exodus, the adolescent war priest of Ares. This is Alex. I'll be playing Matt Rioska, call sign PCB, the ever loyal union loving droid. Hi, I'm Schubert. I'll be playing Val, call sign Valkyrie, a techno Viking monster hunter. And I'm Jake, your game master. If you'd like to support the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, stop by our Patreon, or tell your friends about us. Roll on. We left off last session uh, during combat with a squad of raider mechs situated outside the SecCom mining base where you hope to find your lost union administrator. The last thing that happened is the small little commander unit had activated a cloaking field, causing itself, the bastion, and the barricade nearby to be enveloped in a shimmering light before they disappear from your sight. Fortunately, your mech is equipped with all sorts of sensors and scanners, which you can flip on, and you still know where they are, but it just makes them harder to target. The way invisibility works in this game, you still know what hexes they occupy, but you have a 50% mischance against them. Bastards. Anything you can to draw out the first combat. That is not all, however, as he too has two quick actions, and he is also going to fire... You see he pulls out a little uh, energy rifle, and he's going to fire at... Ares' right hand there. Uh, you are getting cover. What's he getting cover from? The, the red barrel? cubes. Gotcha. Yeah, he's got to shoot over those cubes, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. Now, this is a pretty accurate weapon already, but with the difficulty, we're going to get still hit. So this little like pinpoint laser beam hits Ares' right hand. doesn't do any damage, but it basically lights you up on uh, sensors to help out his allies. It gives you the lock-on condition. Uh, which we haven't seen yet. Basically, when someone shoots you, they can consume lock-on to get an accuracy. And then this marker light has an additional effect, which is so long as you are locked on, you are shredded, which means you can't benefit from armor, and you cannot hide or become invisible. You are like a Christmas tree on everybody's sensors right now. Oh, boy. Not a fan of that. And now the commander is done, and it is your guys' activation. Guys, they've got a lock on me. Hide. I'm kind of big to hide. Yeah, maybe back it up a little. <laughs> Matt pops on to the comms and says, I'll draw their attention. And Matt pilots Big Matt out from behind cover and deploys a really tiny droid. The uh, smoke cloud doesn't interfere with that at all? No. Okay. So a tiny, tiny little droid deploys from somewhere in Big Matt's back compartment and flies further up the battlefield towards these scary-ass droids. Matt says, go auto, Matt. And uh, it lands and some tiny little turrets deploy from it. Does this one also look like a little version of Matt? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's it's, it's, Matt's, it's all Matt's all the way down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of different Matt. There's up, big yeah. Matt. There's Matt. There's little Matt. There's bitty Matt and auto Matt. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And they're all nested inside of each other. There's a metaphor there somewhere. Who knows what it is. <laughs> Once this tiny little turret uh, Automat is deployed. Matt's also going to use his main weapon, the mortar, and he's going to apply his walking armory ability. He's going to give it shock damage. So it has energy damage and it's going to do some splash damage and he's going to fire at the spacer bastion, this like enormous <laughs> commander scout. <laughs> uh, my splash damage won't go. Um, oh yeah, right. Okay. you're Yeah, it's splash. only one Sorry. square. So I'm going to fire at the spacer <laughs> bastion because it's adjacent to Hive and Assault 2. I've rolled 
a zero, a 14, and a zero. You miss the big bastion, surprisingly. Okay. Uh, I think it looks like you just kind of overshoot a little bit. You hit behind them. Okay. And you do get the uh, assault. Who luckily is out of range of the invisibility, so you don't have to roll a miss chance. Okay. Seven damage. Not too shabby. So I'm looking at the rolls. It looks like you missed both the bastion and the hive because of invisibility. Right. Okay. You know roughly where they are, but you can't get uh, just that perfect lock on like you normally would. But you also hit with your uh, shock round. So you also get to zap the bastion for one energy damage. <laughs> That's fucking sick. So this is some kind of cool electric explosive mortar. Yep. And that is armor piercing damage too, which is good. I think that's all my movement and all my. Does your moves? turret shoot, or is it shoot later? It shoots on other, on people's, other turns. people's turns. It's a okay. reaction. Great, yeah. So you've used your move. You've used two quick actions. Uh, you do have the option of overheating as well. Okay. Start building up heat on your mech, but lets you take another action. Unless there's something particular you want to do right now, though. I think I'm going to stay where I am. Sure. And every time you overheat during a mission, the amount of heat it generates keeps building mm-hmm. up. Oh, so up. it stacks. So okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. Yeah. I'll save that. Okay. Cool. Next to go is the Hive. This one we haven't seen yet. It's kind of the least humanoid of all the ones you've seen so far. It's just a big segmented cylinder with tank treads on the bottom. Kind of looks like a vacuum. Yeah, kind of. Not entirely unlike a vacuum. worried about this one. It's kind of nuzzled up behind the cover that the Bastion provides, but you see it open up a bunch of the segmented cylinders start to open and a cloud of little nanites swarm out of it. It opened its dirtbag. Yeah. It opened the third bank. That's no vacuum. And you see this cloud drift across the battlefield and settle in front of the uh, bastion, kind of blocking off the route in between the cover towards them. Any of his allies inside the Razor Swarm get cover, and any enemies that enter it take burn damage, Oof. which is a damage over time effect. So it's back over to you guys. You guys only have one person left to activate, I think. First thing I'm going to do on my turn, hyperspec fuel injector. Ooh. Val grabs the NOS, the mech NOS, and plugs it right into that bad boy. Fuck yeah. Right into Hilda Sfinney and says, Battleborn, it's time to gore. Ooh. <laughs> Fucking catchphrases. Perfect. That, that, that sounded pretty cool. <laughs> it just came to me on the spot. I don't know. So tell us what this does. What is this? <laughs> so the hyperspec fuel injector, I will tell you what it does. Something that all of us actually have with the Everests. What? It's a core system that we have. It allows you to do an ability called Power Up. That's what I'm doing. So for the rest of this scene, I gain plus one accuracy on all attacks, checks, and saves. Additionally, once per turn, you can boost as a free action, which is pretty freaking dope. Is that a full round action or just a... It's a free action to activate. It's It's actually a free action. It's like a protocol? Oh. Yeah, it's a protocol, which means you have to do it at the beginning Hmm. of your turn, but it's a free action. Guess what we're all doing at the beginning of our turn. Can you do multiple protocols, Jake? I think you can, right? You can, if if you have different ones, yep. Keep in mind your your core power, that's basically once per mission. You won't get that back until you get a full repair, which is the equivalent of a long rest, right? So there may be a few battles in a row you have to deal with. Definitely. I'm going all out. Yeah, I've spent mine already, too. No, you might as well start big. This is just Val's thing. She just goes all out. She's figuring this is it. This is the big battle. So second thing is I'm going to project a shield between Ares' right hand. No, no, no. I don't need any shields. I'm good. No? No. Just go for it. Blast these guys out of the sky. Go for it. I've got the armor I need. Blast their butts. Are you using the projected shield? Yes. So you, you nominate an enemy character. 
And then all attacks they make against you and all attacks you make against them have plus two difficulty. Okay, that's cool. I'm going to choose Barricade. Okay. So Val is going to, for her first move action, she's going to head around to the left of the crates and then just keep flying up to the north using her rapid burst jump jet system. Do you have five movement? I do have five movement. Oh. I put everything into movement. Jealous. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys noticed that uh, Hilda's Finney, Bell's mech, is extremely fast and just is like running around like a demon out here on the battlefield. And do I incur one heat from that boost, Jake? Not if it was your just your regular nope. boost. No. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was just the free action boost that I got from my power-up. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, you're fine then. So yeah, you've still got a full uh, action to use. With that full action, I am going to activate my thermal lance. I believe that takes uh, full action to activate. Is that right? That's my heavy mount. No, it's only heavy. If you barrage, you get to activate two non-super heavy mounts. So heavy is fine. So you could use that heavy mount and one of your other mounts, should you wish. Great. Okay. Yeah, first up is the thermal lance. The thermal lance is basically a giant spike of molten metal that I that shoots out of a cannon on my back. And it's hopefully going to lance maybe five, probably just four of these mechs here. Do it. Yeah, from the looks of it, it looks like you can hit the, the barricade, the scout, and the bastion are all in a nice little line for you. But that's 10 squares away would hit the end of the bastion. So um, at this point, you wouldn't be able to get the assault unless you still had movement left. Three's still pretty good. And then my automat will attack whichever one of them you hit as well. Yeah. You, you get to choose one of them that it'll hit. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, yeah. hopefully it's the commander scout. You can drop more turrets. I'm going to drop more turrets. It's going to be my very next turn. All right. Thermal Lance, here we go. So it looks like I missed on the barricade. I got a one. I got a nine on Commander Scout, so that's another miss. But I looks like a crit on the oh, Spacer yes. Bastion. Sick. So the crit lets you roll all the dice twice and take the best combination of those dice. So normally that attack would have done 1d6 plus 3. Instead you rolled 2d6 plus 3 and took the best result. Nice solid 8 energy damage against the Bastion. And then how do I trigger my reaction since he hit? Once on each turn, you can activate a reaction, and the turret just automatically hits for three kinetic damage. One of the targets hit by the attack. Okay, good news first. (laughs) This beam of molten metal spits out and melts away at the uh, Bastion's shield there. The turret then spins around and takes a couple pot shots, which bounce harmlessly off of its uh, thick metal plating. Oh, come on. Okay, that was just a quick action, believe it or not, Val. (laughs) If you wanted to make that a barrage, you could shoot one of your other mounts, or you could do something like a scan or a tech action or a number of things. So believe it or not, I'm actually going to attack with a melee action because I have this ability called Hunter, where once per round, I can fly up to three spaces directly toward a targeted character before attacking with an auxiliary melee weapon. Val's a little frustrated that she missed the barricade and the commander scout with that attack. So she's just going to fly right up to barricade and uh, attack him with her auxiliary melee weapon. But remember you're activating a whole mount, not just one weapon. So you'll get to hit with the uh, knife and the pistol that you have attached to that mount. 
I had no idea that's how that worked. Okay, sweet. That's awesome. <laughs> you have a pistol knife. When yeah. you skirmish, you choose one mount to fire with. Yeah. Damn. And you're firing a knife with a gun on it. That's awesome. <laughs> you, you you pull out your gun blade. <laughs> Final Fantasy eight up in here. Yeah. Val just flies right up to the barricade, pulls out a knife to do some stabbing, and you can see that she's got her pistol ready to go as well. So let's roll with that first. Rough. <laughs> that's the invisibility. Yeah. But you still get a shot with the pistol, so take that. And that's another miss. Oh, invisibility again. This was a high roll 19, but the invisibility again. So yeah, you're going toe-to-toe with this guy, but I think as a you know monster hunter, you're probably used to using your visual senses, which you don't have right now on the invisible mech. You're relying on the mech sensors. So it's just, it's tough. It's not working out for you. Good news on the pistol is that it always does one damage, even on a miss. It has right. the reliable tag. Bad news is that one damage bounces harmlessly off his arm. <sighs> of course. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, you're done? You're not going to overheat or anything? Overcharge? I could overcharge to get away. What do you think, guys? Should I stay in the thick of it? Or just... If it was me, I would stay in the thick of it. Yeah. Take the risk. The invisibility will go away. One nice thing about where you are, too, is that you'd be able to take, like, a attacks opportunity. Yeah, that's what I was thing, thinking. So. Okay, yeah. I think that's what Val would do. She's going to stay in the thick of it. Okay. Sounds good. Then we will move on to the Spacer Bastion, who hasn't gone yet. This is the big heavy armor guy. He's taking a couple hits. He took that thermal lance head on. The first thing he's going to do is he steps up and positions this large shield that he is holding in between himself. And uh, let's do Ares, which gives himself and his adjacent ally uh, resistance to all damage from Ares. What a dick. He is then going to target uh, Ares again because he's right there. He pulls out a uh, high-tech looking rifle and he fires it at Ares. Oh, he rolled a 20 and he rolled a 6 on his advantage die. So it hit as hard as it could hit. But you don't see a projectile. What you see is the air in the path of the rifle kind of shimmers and a shockwave ripples out and you feel your mech is being pulled towards him at high speed. Oh my god. Whoa. You need to make a hull save or res- to resist otherwise you'll get pulled 10 squares to him. It's like him. a fucking wow. tractor beam rifle. My hull is a 1 so I'm just rolling a d20 plus 1. And you need to hit a 8. 16. You're good. Right. They're just trying to pull me in. Lock it down. He was trying to pull you through the razor swarm, but didn't work this time. How far would you have been able to pull him? Ten, Ten squares. Ten oh, squares. That's crazy. I would have been right through the razor swarm. Yeah. In his other hand, he's carrying a little grenade launcher. Oh, just a little grenade. Which he will also, in a fit of rage, fire at uh, Ares. He hits Oops. out a little grenade for four <laughs> explosive damage. I have my armor back, right? Yes, you do. Yeah. So I just take three of that. Uh, the uh, grenade connects. Patrickles uh, calls out, "Come on, guys! I need you to start killing these things." And we're trying over here. All of you guys have activated. There's still two more enemy mechs to activate, so I'll just do them in quick succession here. First one is the assault, which is a small humanoid mech. It's about as bog standard a mech as you can get. It's got a little rifle. It's got a combat knife on its side. There's nothing special about it. It's going to move forward just a little bit. It is first going to scan Val and lock on to them. Oh. And then it is going to fire its rifle at I'm Val. feeling a little bit of tension between us when it <laughs> locked on to me and scanned me. There was a spark in the air, for sure. 
The heavy assault rifle misses Val. It does have that reliable tag we talked about, though, so it still does two kinetic damage. The other assault is going to just to move to be in a better position. It's going to get in behind some of the big heavy cover here onto the side. And that's the end of the round. Shuber, do you still want to go first? I think me going first would kind of make some sense. Even for you just to escape. I'm kind of thinking if we can get that scout to go first or kill it, yeah. the invisibility goes away. And then yeah. you'll still be able to do the thermal lance again. That's true. I'm willing to use like a lock-on on the commander scout so we can target it. That's true. I could just stay put where I am. I think we should make Val wait, because if we can get the yeah. scout and then take, drop the invisibility... That makes sense to me. Okay. I think I'm going to go. I will move up my four so that I can shoot between the cover and the razor swarm at the <laughs> commander scout. <laughs> nice. Sounds good. So that's my move. And I'm going to use my heavy machine gun, I think. This is a heavy cannon. So I'll do quick action lock on. Then I'll do my second quick action will be to fire at him. And I rolled a miss because he's invisible. I got an 18 and a six. So that was 24 to hit. And he was invisible. Brutal. Can I overcharge to shoot again? You could if you like. It would give you uh, one heat. I will take the heat to shoot my thermal rifle at him instead of my heavy machine gun. That is an eight to hit. And eight does not hit the uh, scout. No. Last. Okay. Man, you guys got to hit something. I I know. Anything else? No. I'm done. <laughs> something happens. Coming up over the ridge of the crater and the kind of northwest, uh, top left of the map, you see a squat little mech. Not much more than four legs attached to a big cannon. And it looks a little different to the kind of ragtag group of raiders that you guys have been fighting. It looks like it's been freshly printed, but it's very kind of raw and simple and undecorated. It steps towards the edge of the ridge, kind of hunkers down and finds its footing before it begins to power up its cannon. Oh, hell. Oh, no. We're seriously outnumbered. Val, you might want to back up a bit. Uh, oh, my God. You see a bombard creep up to the side of the crater. I'm thinking I have the best movement and I'm closest to it. I should just rush over to it and just take it on face to face. I'm going to activate the barricade first. And it is going to turn to Val there. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it has a uh, little energy lance on its side that it will fire. Okay, at least I have a shield against it. Yes, you do. So it's actually not a great chance to hit, but we'll find out. Wow, they still hit. They rolled a 20 oh. and plus 5. Damn. Or sorry, 20, 20 minus 5, but yeah, yeah. that'll hit. And yeah. what weapon is this again? This is called a Graviton Lance. It's two energy damage, and it slows you until the end of your next turn. Which means you can't take any movements other than your free move. Oh, wow. I was going to brace against it, but that doesn't help me with the being slowed, does it? No, that would reduce the damage, but you would still be slowed, yeah. And it's only two damage. Okay, I'll take it, but that sucks. (laughs) And they're done. Okay. You guys go. Val, maybe you. I'm so slow now. I was going to go straight for the bombard, like just fly over there and deal with him one-on-one, but now that I'm slowed. And sorry, how does that affect me again? The only movement you can take is the basic move that you get each turn. So you can't boost or uh, um, anything like that. That is so brutal. So you get five move instead of your usual, what, 10 or 13? Basically, the most you'd be able to move is five. Whereas otherwise I could, like with overcharging and boosting, I could go like 15 or maybe 20. Mm Wow. Just take out the barricade. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to have to deal with him. 
or thermal lance like you did last time. Maybe you can get the spacer bastion out. You've taken it down by more than half already. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll go. So first thing on my turn is I'm going to change my shield. I'm going to project the shield between the assault mech and myself. Perfect. I'm going to say, no more shooting me, please. And then between Barricade and Val, the space is opened up, no more shield. And I'm going to, well, Hildisfinny, the battle boar, is going to take out its massive axe and go to work. I got a few abilities here that are going to come into play that I haven't used before. The first is going to be Duelist, which just gives me plus one accuracy on the first melee attack I make with a main melee weapon on my turn. So that'll give me some accuracy. And then the second thing is if I hit the first attack roll I make on my turn while I'm in the danger zone, which I am in because I'm over three to six on my heat. You're piping hot. I'm piping hot. It deals plus two heat on a hit. So basically, I'm so hot that my weapons are hot enough to deal heat damage. So that's what I'm going to try to go for. Sounds good. So that's going to be 21 to hit. Yeah, you definitely hit. And that counts as a crit. You don't have to roll a 20 to crit. You just Your final result has to be more than 20 or more. Awesome. This is with um, the melee? Yeah, this right? is with my axe. Yeah. The tactical melee weapon. So 1d6 plus 2. Because it was a crit, you get to roll 2d6 and take the best oh, nice. result. So six kinetic damage and two heat. And then automat fires off as well. Cool. Doing three kinetic damage. Between the axes and the pistols and the small knives and the uh, turret shots, you're getting the idea that this guy's armor is a little thick for some of these standard sidearms and weapons like that. You do get some damage through, but not as effective as you might have hoped. And some heat, right? Still got the heat through. Yeah, Perfect. and some heat, yeah. Well, seeing that this barricade in front of me is resistant to my knives and bullets and axes, everything, most of the <laughs> things I brought, I'm going to go for another thermal lance, I think. Sounds good. That will bring you up to six heat, FYI. I was just looking mm-hmm. at that. And at six heat, it's not the end of the world. Your heat track would reset and you yeah. make a roll on a table something you could have a a negative effect as a result what kind of action is it again to get rid of heat so it would be a stabilize which is a full action okay yeah which lets you reload and repair and get rid of status effects and a whole bunch of stuff. okay sounds good i'm gonna thermal lance i'll take the heat you are engaged which means your ranged attacks get minus one okay all right a seven against barricade you hit oh well you hit we'll see if the invisibility so you do hit the barricade uh roll for awesome Oh, I rolled a nat 20. And the invisibility? Perfect. Then you hit. Ah, man, you just can't... uh, He's pretty small and nimble. Don't hit him. But then the Bastion. I rolled a three. Miss. All right, at least I hit Barricade. That's actually kind of who I wanted to hit the most. Yeah. And how much damage do you deal with that? Five energy damage. The energy damage seems to be much more effective fire off this jet of molten metal and it just burns a hole right through the center of that barricade. Lovely. And it falls forward onto its knees onto the ground here and sputters and all the lights dim and it's done. That's what I like to see. Way to go, Val. One down. Great job. Thanks, guys. But now we get to see what happens because your engine is uh, overheating or your reactor is overheating. Right. That's going to be fun. Oh, you know what? Actually, never mind. It's actually when you go over your heat cap. So you are at your heat cap. You are fine. I'm I'm still in the danger zone. Yeah. Hang in there, Val. 
awesome. It's a little weird, but this is kind of how Val really likes, like she's from an ice cold planet. So she really likes being hot. It's like kind of the opposite of how she grew up. So this is great. We all like being hot and we all aspire to it. Yeah, we're all super hot. <laughs> hot girl mech battles. Hot mech summer. <laughs> <laughs> hot mech summer. <laughs> To finish off for today, I'm going to activate the bombard. Oh, oh no. my god. I didn't ever move on my turn. Can I still move at the end of my turn? Do you have to move before? Sorry, yes, yeah, sure. Go for it. You can do your regular move, yeah. Alright, just make a nice line for the bombard. Yeah, that's a good idea. Or get into melee with the commander. That's also a good idea, but I think it'd be cool if I took on this bombard by myself. After Val thermal lances this barricade. She's going to start rolling out in the other direction towards the bombard. She's going to take it on. So the bombard settles down and uh, gets its center of gravity real down low, and this cannon raises up. And it goes... and fires off this huge projectile, which lands right in front of Ares' right hand. It's going to hit Automat as well oh. as that printer cube. Well, it's going to shoot there. We'll see if it hits. How dare you? Well, it misses Automat. Yes! The turret is kind of snuggled up against the cover there. But it does deal five explosive damage Jeez. to Ares' right hand. Ooh. This projectile lands into the ground and creates a crater and shoots up a bunch of debris. You have to make a hull check or fall prone. And it creates some hard cover in that area from the debris that's been launched wow. up. That's not good if you fall prone. You, you're just going to turtle. Yeah, I probably can't do anything aside from save against that, right? I, I have to... Yeah, you might have like a talent that would do something different, but I don't think so in this case, yeah. Okay, I'm going to brace on that. So I'll take half damage, I think. Sure. That's a good idea. You activate your uh, emergency armor plating and buckle down for this huge shot, and you only take half damage from it. But that does mean next turn, you can only do a quick action. It also means that any attacks up until the end of your next turn against you get a minus because you're still braced. And we will be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening to this episode of The House of Bob. If you're enjoying the show, it means a lot to us if you give us a review on Apple Podcasts or you know, just tell your friends. If you want to chat with us, we're at The House of Bob on most platforms. You can also check out our Discord. There's a lot of cool people there to chat with. If you'd like to support the show financially, consider checking out our Patreon. There's tons of bonus content there, like a director's commentary, some one-shots, and RPG zines, and a monthly blog post of RPG content as well. Big thanks to our current patrons. That's uh, Luke, Sylvia, Mike, Kieran, Jessica, Tom, Bluck at 12, Keith, Josh, Tyler, Scooter, Jessica, Mark, Elias, Tom, Christine, Pavel, Eamon, Brandon, Patrick, Connor, Ben, Mortimer, Thomas, James, Pizza Cake, Bruno, John, Annette, and Eli. Our work for this episode is by Jake at Javix. Audio production by Alex of Astronomic Audio. And the music by Duke Albert. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. Roll on. Wow. You got it, dude. You got it, dude. Okay. And I say it like that test, every time, and test. everyone's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Damn, what the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs>
There. Those are our character <laughs> intro. Great intro. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Played by Dan. I'm Sean, and I'm playing Petrocles, call sign Exodus, the adolescent war priest of Ares. Cool, you're done. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, it's just that easy, It's just that easy. All right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sean. No, just kidding. Fuck, piece of shit. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Russ Tilson, call sign... <laughs> Damn it. Roll on! Uh, roll on. Roll on. You gotta really scream at the listener to roll on. <laughs> you, Just roll, roll, roll on, on already. Roll on, if you don't mind. Roll on or else. Please, sir. Roll on. Uh, okay. Ready, ready? Sure. Yeah. Roger, roger. Roger, roger. Bombardment. Put in a really cool sound effect for that. <laughs> Rapid burst. Rapid burst. <laughs> uh, Alex, do you have to go medicine your cat? Yep, I do. Yeah. I'll be right back. That means it's Cheeto time. <laughs> wow. Cool. Look at that, guys. We did a round of combat. It took wow. us 90 minutes. We did it. got through it. Nobody died. <laughs> <laughs> Does an eight hit? Well, the only reason it hit is because you targeted yourself oh. instead of the commander somehow. Oh, my God. 